What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl, Zapora. So today, I want to talk about my visit with my nutritionist. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question, and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zapora, and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions Podcast. So, uh, last week I made an appointment and I was actually able to keep it. Um, my work schedule did not get in the way. I had a telemed appointment with my nutritionist and it, we did, I didn't realize it, but I haven't seen her or spoken to her in, um, maybe about 15 months. So I think I last saw her August or September of 2021. And, um, I know I made an appointment with her. Um, sometime maybe at the beginning of this year, but maybe I canceled it. I, I don't even remember, remember what happened. So anyway, um, I was really excited to see her. Um, and a lot happened on this like 45 minute, I think it was only supposed to be 30 minute, but it, I think it ended up being a 45 minute call with her. And, um, she basically helped me understand what was going on with me or what's going on with me and why I feel like a little bit crazy um, especially like, uh, like the last three months. And she basically, she told me, she was like, you're done with dieting and that's, that's your problem. And I was like, okay. So what's been going on with me is that like, I like, I don't know if y'all remember, but like I had this whole thing with, um, making desserts for Thanksgiving. And I was nervous about eating at other people's houses on Thanksgiving and being around the food and the sweets and, um, you know, stuff like that. And, um, I've been trying to, you know, find or make healthier alternatives so that way I can like enjoy certain desserts and not, you know, worry about eating it all or not having, um, consuming too much or not having, um, or it, you know, like giving me dumping syndrome. Um, but anyway, so she, uh, I was telling her what's going on with me and she said, you're done with eat, You're done with dieting. And, um, basically she was saying like, I'm done with how you're, how you live after, um, having bariatric sur- surgery. Um, and I'm looking to just, it's almost like I want to be in maintenance mode, but I'm not, I can't be because I, I still have like 45 pounds to lose. And I told her how I've been stuck at the same weight for months. And my weight hasn't really fluctuated um, at all. Like, it hasn't gone down, not fluctuated. It hasn't gone down at all. Um, And I I told her how, like, for Thanksgiving, I made these little mini pies, you know, no added sugar or reduced sugar. And how, like, I feel like I'm lost and I'm searching. And um, I told, she asked me what I ate. I told her what I eat typically breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it's the in-between that's getting me. It's the nighttime binge eating that's getting me. Um, it's the snacking and not necessarily super unhealthy stuff. You know, I told, I tell you, you guys what I eat. I eat the, sometimes I eat the Tostitos chips, but I came away from them. 
um, popcorn. Um, what else do I eat? One day, one day, oh my God, one day, I actually ate um, almost a whole bag of, I think they're called butter cookies. Um, you use them if you make banana pudding. And I had some in the house from when I made that banana pudding ice cream. And um, I, I did good for a while, but, you know, reminding myself not to eat them. Um, and I went in one day and I had one. And then next thing you know, I ate the whole row. And I think it's like six in a row, five or six in a row. And um, the next day I ate the other row. And, and like the next day, I, ate, I think may, maybe in one day I ate two rows because I think it was three rows left. But, um, yeah, so she said I'm done with dieting and that's, that's basically what I'm feeling. The frustration of like trying to get to my goal of one, 180 pounds, but also trying to stay on, um, the straight and narrow, so to speak. So, um, but it's really my snacking that's, you know, I've always been a huge snacker. Um, I've been, I've always been a grazer, um, that has been reduced since I had surgery, obviously. Um, but occasionally I do, I like in the last couple of months, I, I did, like, I found myself grazing again. Um, so, and also like, she was like, uh, basically I need to go back, you know, to the basics, um, with some, with a lot of things, but like one thing is, you know, kind of eating on the schedule and, um, you know, because she said something like, um, hung, hung, hunger is the last sign of you actually being hungry. So basically, I, I how I understood it is that I, I don't think I did enough, and which I didn't know enough. I don't think I did enough in the first year to help with the healing process um, from food addiction and overeating and binge eating. But I didn't know to do this e either. So, you know, like, I, ju I just didn't know. So, um that's how kind of how I understood it. Like I didn't do, like I needed to, I need to do a, a little bit more work in order to heal from, um, or to, to, you know, be, to heal from, you know, binge eating and overeating. Um, and then she, she basically told me to, um, make my, all my plates, every food that I eat, <laughs> which I didn't think about, but even my snacks should be bariatric friendly. So she was saying how popcorn is like, the bariatric um go-to and she said that she said you can have popcorn but it needs to be it needs to be bariatric friendly so she was like you need to create a balanced um plate so have the popcorn have some protein have um you know a, a, a vegetable or fruit or something like that she was like you have to make it um balanced so even if i have popcorn and then i have um i don't know a cheese stick or, um, some nuts or, uh, you know, pepperoni, the turkey pepperoni that I eat. She, she was like, basically everything should be balanced. So that way you don't go on a, you know, like a bin, like a, just a constant eating. Cause I can eat a whole bag of popcorn. I can eat a whole bag of popcorn for a very long time now, but it's like, it doesn't really fill me until it takes a while for it to fill me. So, and I know that's not super good, but um, because it's like air, <laughs> but she said, that's what I need to do. So, 
Um, and that's what I have not been doing. So that's, I see her in again, I see her again in six weeks. So that's what I'm going to work on, um, making my snacks bariatric friendly. So that way, you know, she was like, if you want a cookie, have the cookie. Um, she was like, because it, by me, like I've been telling myself consistently, you know, um, you're, you're choosing not to eat this right now because I am very fearful of like getting diabetes and then like it killing me like it did my dad, like, honestly, you know, so, um, that's my, like, biggest fear, my husband, like, you can't live in fear, and I'm like, but, like, unless you actually lived through that, like, you don't even know how horrible it is to, like, watch, like, it was my entire life, so I literally watched my dad die, like, my entire life, in high school, he couldn't even come, when I was in high school, he couldn't even come to my high school graduation, my high school graduation was, um, outside, I think it was outside, he was outside and he actually just got home like a couple hours before um, me and my mom had to leave to go to my high school graduation. And I think my little sister ended up coming instead of my dad because he just got out of the hospital. Like he was my my, my um, godfather, his best friend, brought him home. That was like the first incident, inc- incident, instance that I saw um, that I remember he, um, him being in the hospital. I don't remember him being in the hospital before then. Um, I don't know if he was in and out the hospital before then, but when I was seven, 16, I was 16 and um, graduating from high school and he could not come because that was like the first time he was like coming home from the hospital um, because the diabetes was just all over. Like it was just taking over him at that point. And then ever since that time, that one time in the hospital, it was downhill from there. Like, you know, just a bunch of health conditions. So, um, you know, you know, like, feeding him, um, watching him with his addiction to sugar. Like we would run, he would send us to the corner store all the time because, you know, he's having a drop down and he'd be like, Oh, you want a cup of orange juice? No, he needed a, he needed something specific. He needed, um, what was it? A jelly crimpet. Like if y'all know, if y'all from Philly or, you know, the area or whatever, y'all know, um, tasty cakes. So tasty cakes have all these like, you know, um, butterscotch, um, jelly, uh, coconut, which used to be one of my favorites, um, he, uh, chocolate cakes. Like they have all, they have so, so much stuff now, but, um, growing up, you know, we'd be like, Oh, would you like this healthy alternative as opposed to, you know, eating, you know, something that's full of fake sugar or whatever. And he's like, no, I need, I need that. Cause it'll work faster. And, you know, as a kid, we believed him, but obviously as I got older, I understood that it was him who was asking for it. And then that, as I started getting older and older, I, re- I realized it was his addiction. It was his addiction to food for, for whatever reason. So anyway, and my dad could eat. My dad could clean a plate, like, quick, too. Like, he could eat. So anyway, I, I got distracted. But um, I got off subject. But, like, unless you live through watching somebody, a, a parent or whatever, um, a significant loved one, go through that. Like, unless you lived with them with that. Like, you don't want to have that in your life. Like, you, like, I don't know. It's just a scary thing. Like, the needles and the sickness and, like, um, like the how frail he became. Like, this 6'4", 300-something man was dwindled down to just bones, like, by the time he died because and he was tired. He was tired of, of living like that, too. So it just... I just don't, I just don't want to put my family through that. And I don't want to put my, myself through that. Not when I can do something to help it. So 
um, that's why like me and sugar, I'm, you know, I'm just like, I have to monitor it, you know, strongly, you know, I have to stay away from it as much as possible. Um, I don't want it to have a hold on me. Like I know everybody has a vice. I just don't want this thing to take me out in my life, you know? So, um, that's why I like when it comes to sugar, I'm just like, no, but my nutritionist is telling me that, um, that could be causing more, more damage than anything else. Because what happens is, and I didn't even tell her this, but she, you know, she called, she called me out on it. She was like, what could happen? What, what, what happens is if you say no to this thing, like, you know, you say no sometimes, right? You, you can't give yourself a yes all the time. That's just in life. You know, even when you teach your kids, you can't, you don't say yes to everything your child wants. That's just asinine. That doesn't make sense to me. You give them a lot, you give yourself a lot, but you have to also have, you know, self-discipline, which, which is what I'm learning about. And you have to have um, rules or, or, or pieces in place. So that way it's, it's, a, it's a, like a controlled fun, controlled snacking, controlled eating. So that way you don't like spiral. But she was like, um, she was like, what happened? What's going to happen is, is that, you know, um, sometimes if you don't say yes, then what's going to happen is you're going to end up going on, um, a, a, you know, binge eating and just eating everything else and, and, and not satisfying that craving. And then next thing you know, um, you done ate everything else, anything else, and you still want that thing. And I told her, I was like, that's exactly what happens sometimes, not all the time. And I think sometimes it's like, you know, y'all females, um, understand this. Like, I think it's during that time of the month, like right before that time of the month, like, I don't know, a week or so. And I'll notice that like, I'm like, man, I'm just like wanting to eat everything. Um, so that's like a hard place, you know, to be in. But, um, but I told her that's actually what happens sometimes is that like, I'll go on these like nonstop, like, I don't know, eating chips. So basically I'll trade the sugar for the salt and which I said, which I know is stupid, but, but because I still have high blood pressure and I still take medication for high blood pressure. So I'm not, you know, making it better. I said, you know, what I used to do is I used to like, um, do, um, a healthy snack and, um, you know, like apples and peanut butter or, you know, grapes, cause grapes, if you get the right type of grapes, like the red seedless grapes, they're super sweet. Like they're super, super, super sweet. And the honey crisp apples, they're super sweet. But, um, then sometimes, you know, I'm like, I don't want that healthy snack. You know, I want, you know, something else. So she was like, sometimes, you know, it's okay to have it, but make it bariatric friendly. So if you want, um, I think she said she, she eats sometimes the, um, Oreo thins and she'll have, you know, whatever the serving two or three Oreo thins, but she'll have protein with that also to balance it out. Um, so she, she basically, she was like, if, if you feel the need to eat that stuff, um, whenever it comes up, um, she's have it, but make it, make it a balanced bariatric friendly, you know, plate or meal or whatever. And she was like, um, plan your snacks, you know, so I'm, I haven't really figured that part out yet. Um, but I think maybe that comes to going back to eating more on, on a schedule every two to three hours. Um, so I'm going to do that too. So that way, like maybe I stay in front of hunger. I know some dude I used to go to the gym with, um, last year, he had bariatric surgery and he, he's older. He's like 50 something, 
um, closer to 60, actually. And he looks amazing, though. Like, he looked amazing. But um, he told me he ate every 15 minutes. Now, this was when I was, like, one month post-op. And I'm like, dude, I can't even eat every, like, hour. Like, I can't even drink my water. Like, this, like what, what, what he was telling me was impossible. But he told me this, the success for him was eating every 15 minutes or so. So he would eat, like, you know, small, not really meals, but he would eat grapes or um, frozen grapes was, like, his, his go-to. So he would eat something every 15 minutes to boost up his metabolism and also stay in front of hunger. So I, I think a lot of stuff I just, I don't know, not, not forgot. Maybe I got lazy with. Maybe that's, that's probably the truth. It's, it's probably, you know, because um, it's a lot of work. And, you know, some, sometimes you don't want to work. You go to your 9 to 5 and you don't want to work. <laughs> So, like, sometimes you don't want to work, and um, this is a lot of work, but... If you're looking for a bariatric community where you can find motivation and advice based off of experience and just a place to vent, then guess what? I have the perfect place for you. I have a Facebook group. It's called Barry Successful. If, you, if you're listening to this on Spotify, go to the description section and you'll see a link and click that link and it'll take you right to my Facebook group and join the community where we are supportive and motivating and sharing our journeys and hope of inspiring others. All right, let's get back to the episode. Um, I really want to get down to the, to 180, um, before my birthday, which is in six months. And I think I can, if I just, um, if I put in place some of these things that my nutritionist told me, Oh man, I forgot to tell you, like it, uh, when I was talking about like, not, um, like the reason why I'm so scared to like allow like those overly, you know, like Oreos or I don't know, cookies, cakes, stuff like that into my, into my diet. I told her and I, I told her why. And I started, I started crying. Like I broke down and I it like, I didn't even like expect that. And she's like, you okay? And I was like, I am, but like. I need you to understand, like, and she's not a therapist. She's the nutritionist, but I was just like, I just, I just, I'm so scared to just say, hey, okay, I buy a pack of Oreos. What happened if I end up eating a pack of Oreos? Because I ate that whole bag of those butter cookies and those butter cookies only had like maybe five grams of sugar. It was really low for three. And, um, so, but it was in my house. So and I was doing, like I said, for weeks, it was sitting in my house unopened. And it was like an out of sight, out of mind thing. When I saw him in the, the cupboard, I just, um, you know, I just said, you know, this is for the ice cream. And it was, and I used it for the ice cream. But um, I don't know. I don't even remember what happened. One day I just, I just went in the kitchen and I just started eating them. Like, I don't even know. And I knew I should stop and I just didn't stop. So that's what, that's what I, what I'm, what I'm afraid of. Like me and my husband, it was his birthday this past weekend and we went out and the restaurant was so dope. Um, they gave him like two mini little cakes. One was like chocolate something. And the other one was like a cheesecake with, um, what's that souffle maybe, or something, you know how they burn the sugar on top of like desserts. That's what they did. Right. It was so good. I had two, maybe three. Um, I had one bite of the chocolate but I really wasn't feeling it because I didn't like how it was a different type of chocolate I don't even know how to explain it but that wasn't my thing maybe it was like a mousse or something like that um but it was good it just wasn't my thing 
and but I had two or two or three bites of the cheesecake and you know between the both of us me and my husband we ate half of the um of each dessert together and I wanted more of the um the cheesecake one because that one was so good and um when I realized it was the the, when I realized it was sugar on top I was like all right that's why it's really good to you you know like because you ain't had that sugar in a minute and I had two or three bites and then I put my fork down I was like no I'm done because number one we was at a restaurant and we were going to a movie afterwards and I was like what I ain't going to do is dump because dumping stinks I don't know if y'all ever experienced that but it stinks it stinks it stinks it stinks I don't know what's coming out of you but it stinks like oh my god like you want to leave the bathroom it smells so bad like but you can't because you're the one who's dumping (laughs) so I was like there's no way in the world I'm going to be dumping in this like five-star restaurant nor am I going to be dumping at the AMC restaurant um uh movie theater so so I was like that's number one why I stopped and then number two I was like um you can stop you can stop because you you tasted it right you had it and you had your taste of it. you had your fill and that's that's cool now it's time to move on like you know what I mean like I had to talk to myself in my head um but that's like that's different because it's not in my house so I can't stop eating it because it's not in my house. But, um, I mean, I think I showed some type of, you know, decent self-restraint. You know, the fact that I didn't tear that whole cheesecake up. But still, um, I wanted to, but I didn't. So, that, but like in the house, it's like nothing is here. So, yeah, I know you you can take it out the house and stuff like that. Um but like if I buy a Oreo, if I buy Oreos, I'm buying a whole pack. Like not, you know, I don't, I'm not going to buy Oreos, but that's just my example. I'm going to buy the whole pack, not the individually wrapped pack. Even the individual packs, like if you get from Wawa or something like that, I feel like the serving is still too much. Like, but anyway, what she told me to tell myself is that like, um, cause right now I'm on the popcorners, I think they're called, um, they're like popcorn chips. And she told me, she was like, um, like last night I was eating popcorn, leftover popcorn from when we had from the movies. And, um, I wanted more. And, um, I sat there on the couch and I waited, you know, and I'm just like talking to myself in my head. And then I remember one thing that she said to me and she was like, you got to tell yourself, you know, there's always tomorrow. You can, you can have more tomorrow. So, um, right before I decided to get up off the couch to go get more popcorn, I said, you know what? There's always tomorrow. I can have more tomorrow. And that for that yesterday helped me. And I closed the little bag that I had. I had a little Ziploc bag. I closed it and that and I started drinking my water. And that helped me. So um maybe that'll help you guys too, you know, just telling yourself like, you know, when you're on a binge and you you want to keep going. Maybe that'll help you guys to like just remind yourself that you can have this tomorrow too. Like there's always tomorrow. But anyway, that's what's been that's what that was my appointment with my nutritionist. So I'm going to make an appointment with the therapist that I saw um, in my pre-op phase because that's the only person I know. <laughs> um, um, she doesn't look like she had bariatric surgery, but. Um, until I find somebody else, I just, I want to, I want to, I want to do what I need to do, um, to heal from just all of it food wise. 
so that way I can um I can reach my goal and because it'll be really dope to be like you know you know two years and then I'm like I've reached my goal um if not then you know that would suck honestly but I that's what I want I want to like June I want to say I'm 180 pounds and I had a slice of cake of my favorite cake from my favorite um from my favorite baker and that was it like you know that's what I want because last year I chose not to have cake I had I made myself a watermelon cake I went live me and my kids and we made the cake you know we made our own little ice icing and it was dope but this year um I, I like I said I think my my nutritionist is right I'm done with dieting so I'm I'm more on living and learning how to live now but I really still want to reach my goal so um, so it's like, I still have to work within the confines of, um, bariatric life, I guess maybe, but, um, I'm gonna make an appointment with the, the therapist. I think she's a psychiatrist actually. And, um, so that way I can like help my, my mind heal. And, um, in the process, you know, my body and, and, and other things will heal too. So, that was my appointment. It was crazy. The 45 minutes, it felt like it was crazy. I felt like I was crazy, but she really did help calm me and help me understand a little bit about what's going on inside and, um, how to try and manage it. So maybe, maybe something inside of my story helps you guys. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.